welcome back to Daydream Believers. I'm Elle. And I'm Elle. We're a podcast who loves to talk about music and mental health. I'm a life coach who loves music. And I'm a stay-at-home mum who also loves music. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. Elle, how are you? How are I? I am pretty well, mm. pretty swell. Mm. Um, being pretty well and swell. Pretty well and swell. That's really good. Yeah, I've had a week of being terrified and petrified in my home this week ah yeah heard some like creepy sounds in the middle of the night the other night Mm -hmm. and it just kept me up so this week has been focused on catching up on my sleep yes 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 that is a scary thing hearing creepy noises at home especially when you're not living with your parents anymore oh indeed when i first moved into my house yeah i think i couldn't sleep properly for the first month yeah because i was terrified of someone trying to break in for some reason i go through those phases like that too i always panic about break-ins yeah it's it's not a good time not but it's a good theme for our podcast today it is a good theme for our podcast Mm. today which is all based around fears and phobias oh yeah but aside from that what else have you been up to this week Elle? not a lot Elle. yeah not a lot although i have started reading Mm -hmm. the lord of the rings books Ooh. Yes, 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 yes. My husband and I just finished watching all of the Lord of the Rings movies. So that and the Hobbit trilogy. And I feel like I didn't get enough of it. I needed more. So I started reading the books. See, I feel like that after I watched like a series like Harry Mm. Potter's. I've never been into Lord of the Rings. I think I fell asleep during the Hobbit movie. Um amateur so yeah, did i, I but i still like love a movies. singing phase in it and me and my dad went and watched it together and we both like woke up at the end of the movie being like dad's like did you the last thing you remember was them singing i'm like yeah <laughs> so it's the start of the movie <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah i was like completely out but um i think that's the only movie i've fallen asleep in during the cinema wow oh i've fallen asleep plenty of times i yeah i actually fell asleep it's funny that you say you fell asleep during the hobbit movie yeah i fell asleep in the first Hobbit movie and the second one. I... But I, I still love the movies. I get what you're saying, yeah. Sometimes, I was just very tired. Yeah. But I, I'm not a big reader. I dislike reading books. Get out of here. Just because I've never... I don't know what it is. Even as a child, I just... I'm one of those people that I have to reread the same sentence. Mm. And then once I'm reading, it's not even words anymore. At that point, it doesn't even feel like I've read anything. Ah. And I, I just can't get information in that way. Interesting. Yeah. So I am a huge reader. Mm. It, look it's been a bit hard now since i've had uh my son so yeah. my goal is to try to read one book a month which i've achieved so far uh but it's only it's only february yeah but i love to read a lot of people do i, I feel like i am reading. in that minority of people that don't like reading and i feel like in primary school high school like it felt uncommon to read but i feel like everyone secretly did and i was just that Un, like that one person that was like, yes. oh, I really just you can't. actually I just don't can't read. read. Like, yeah, I actually <laughs> just don't read. <laughs> yeah. See, growing up, I mostly read the Harry Potter books over and over again. I can't even tell you how many times I've read all the Harry Potter books. Ooh. While I was young, it was a serious obsession, and it's my winter tradition. Oh yeah, every winter I read the Harry Potter books. I love that. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. winter, I at least watch the Harry Potter, ah, Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter, <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> movie. Seems trying to use the potty. Yeah, <laughs> but nah. For me, instead of reading the book, all I'll do is go ham on YouTube fan uh, fiction. Yes. It is yes. my my jam. That's where I get my information from now. Yes, and sometimes the people that make those read the books, so it's cl- it's like close oh, enough. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like a 
those history of a certain person Oh, I've watched videos. so many of yes. those, yes. Yes, there's some great YouTubers that do those kind of videos, for Harry Potter especially. Yeah, definitely. I am very much into those kind of videos. They are so good. But yeah, I wish mm. I could get into the reading side of things. I feel like there's like this beauty in like, I like the smell of books. I like the beauty uh. of walking through like a library or mm. like a bookshop. I love being in there mm. and touching them and stuff like that. But as soon as I open them up, and I've bought books before, I just, I can't do it. Really? Yeah. As I was saying before, mm-hmm. I read the Harry Potter books a lot as a teenager, but that's all I really read. Yeah. It's since I've become an adult where I've really found my love for books. Mm-hmm. So I love, my favorite author is Stephen King. Beautiful. I love his books. It's very not beautiful. If you I know, no, no, but beautiful. But Stephen King reminds me of the, like, he just, it, I look at the books and I see his little, I don't read them. I just look at the title and I'm like, Stephen <laughs> like, oh, King. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it looks it. nice. But this, they're like horror <laughs> books, yeah? Yeah, some of them are. Yeah. Most of them are. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Shining is excellent. Doom Key, I really liked. The Outsider, which is a more recent book. I think they've actually got a show about it now. That one I really enjoyed. I could just go on and on. But those are just some of the books that I've read from Stephen King. I adore that man. I adore the way he writes. It's very easy to understand, in my opinion. Nice. But I'm the kind of person that can read anywhere, anytime. Oh. Whether there's loud noises in the background, this or that, boom, I can read. I like that. And I retain the information very easily. Oh, that is like a, I can't even imagine what that feels like. Yeah. It's actually crazy because for me, I think the last book that I, besides ones in high school that you were forced to read. Yes. The last book I picked up, bought and read was the book that Mayte Garcia wrote about Prince. So it's his uh-huh. ex-wife and the book that like, I like autobiographies like that, like oh. where it's about like a musician's life. And I hate to admit this. I bought that book in 2017 and I finished it last year. That's okay. It, every time I picked it up, I, I reread the first three chapters probably, I'm going to say, about 40 times. Yeah. I had to reread them in a row. It no was bad. Way. Like, I just could not retain any information yeah. from it. And then I'm also one of those people that I'll, like, skip a couple of chapters and then read another section then go back. Yeah, it's really weird. How how does that help you, though? It's like I'm getting bored in the section I'm reading, so I have to skip ahead a bit, and then I can go back, and they're like, oh, I've missed too much, so now I have to go back, and it's the only way I can get through a book. It's really odd, yeah. I don't know why I do that. It's just, I've always done that, even as a child. The only books I got so invested in were Mary-Kate and Ashley books. (laughs) So I could go through them and I, they were the only books I could read and I was like, I understood them entirely. And yeah. I think it was because they were very related to their TV show at the time and I could yeah. envision it. So I was really into it. Ah, but yeah. yeah, unfortunately, unless it's Mary Kay and Ashley, my brain don't have time for it. <laughs> hey, that's fair enough. I yeah. mean, that's more than enough reason. But God bless audiobooks. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank God for audiobooks. I feel like Audible had this phase where they were like the number one ad on every single YouTube. Yes. So I was like, you know what? I may as well try this thing. And yes. thank gosh, because it's the only way I could get through a lot of a lot of like books that I wanted to read, but I knew I could, didn't have the yeah. capacity to read yeah. them. So, and it made it so much quicker for me to actually listen through to things. And because I, I think I've told the podcast before as well i listened to everything like 1.8 speed so being able to yes. listen to a book in 1.8 speed it was the only way i could like retain the information in that point that's crazy oh you never a... failed to like surprise me I... And I, but i love that about you yeah i don't know why i'm like this but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I wouldn't have you any other way. Neither, to be honest. That's really good. That's really good. Mm. Good for you, Elle. Thanks, thanks. Did you ever see those books, and I'm sure you did in primary school, that were, like, just disgusting? Oh, my God, I was just thinking of them. Yes. And they had the little chomp or whatever yes, on the side. Yes, yes. I read those. Did you ever read those books? No, I skipped through them because there was little pictures at the top. Uh, you know yes. when, you, when you move through them fast and the pictures yes. move? Yes. That was my entertainment. <laughs> but on it, And I remember in grade six, like, these girls, they had, like, a book club. Yeah. And they were all like, you need to read this book. It's called My, My Sister Sif or something like that. Oh, yeah. And I forced myself to read that book. Aww. It took me so long. And just so I could like talk to them about it, but they were already onto a new book and I was like, damn. And then by the time you get to that book, they're already on another book. That. You can't like, keep up. I know. <laughs> oh, hell. Oh, hell. Um, That's so sweet. But those books did look cool. Like even they the did. Captain Underpants, they, I'm um, always yeah. going to say they looked cool because I never read them. <laughs> But their, their covers looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, I definitely read all those when I was younger as well because my brother did, and whatever he did, I had to do. Oh, yeah. That's so how siblings I, were. Yes, yeah. so I read them too. Mm, that's cool. They were, they were. They were interesting. I like that. Mm. What I did like was book fairs. Is that what they're called? Oh, yeah. In, like, parental, and you'd be able to – I was so excited to buy, like, highlighters that smelt nice oh. and things like that, like little – they had, like, rubbers. Stationery? Yeah, they sold stationery Oh, as well man, can I just say, I've got a weird thing for stationery. Oh, what is with that? Yeah, like – I don't know. I get so excited. Like, aren't you excited for when James starts school? Oh, I don't, don't. So when I was a kid, okay, I yeah. had a very concrete tradition. Yeah when it came to my stationery for school. So you know how when you go to primary school, they, they give you a box of stationery, like yeah. you've got to buy the box of stationery. I would go in my room, get it all ready for me to name everything, Ooh. and I'd watch Princess Diaries Ooh. every single year without fail, even in high school. Okay? <laughs> every single year. And then when it was my younger brother's turn to start going through school, man, I was so hyped. I got to do all of his stationery as well. Nice. Very fun times for me. Oh, I remember like year seven, there was like big like yellow books that we got, or, like pieces of paper with every p- bit of stationery that you needed to get. And I was like, this is so satisfying. I've yes. got to work out exactly seven pens. Like, yes. So oh, good. So exciting. <laughs> anyway, should we get into the formalities? Yes, we shall. Uh, yes, we shall. All right. It is that time of the episode. Mm-hmm. We talk about what was number one in music history this week. Yes, it is. And Elle, I've got some doozies for you. Indeed we do. Every week, doozies. <laughs> They're all doozies, and I'm going to say that every damn week. Yep. In 1966, Nancy Sinatra was number one with These Boots Are Made For Walking. Walking. That's just what they'll do. So not the Jessica Simpson version. Let's just make that very clear. Yes, not Jessica Simpson. Though Jessica Simpson's version was hella good. Was it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it better than Nancy's version, I think. Really? At least it was a bit, but maybe because it was, like, more poppy. Yeah. I just remember the music video. Yeah. Of her being, like, in her little boots. Yeah. Washing the car. Yeah, and from then, Dukes of Hazard. yeah. Yes, and then that also reminds me of the p- pink music video, Stupid Girls. Oh, yes. Yes, where oh, Pink is pretending to be video. Jessica Simpson. And oh. she's, like, slipping off the car. Hilarious. Yeah, so good. Stupid Girls was such a good music video. Such a good oh. music video. When she, like, runs on the treadmill and just, like, is, like... <laughs> yes, and her pants come off. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> she's trying to impress the guy. So yeah, good. good times. If you haven't watched it in a while, watch it. I yes, recommend. definitely watch that. Yeah. In 1987, now this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Bon Jovi was number one with "Living on a Prayer." That right. is one song that I do. I can't oh, help that but is, along to. That is. Oh come on. Oh, that so is good. such a song. 
What a song. That is one of my songs that when I'm in the car, I have that full blast and I'm I'm screaming. I'm screaming it out. I'm screaming it out. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, so it, it, you can't not sing along to that song. No, you really can't. It's, it's impossible. Yes, if I we talk say. about it for too long, I will start singing. Okay. And it won't be good for anyone. No. Not, not meant to agree. No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> in 2008, mm-hmm. Duffy was number one for five weeks, mind you, with the song Mercy. Oh, I'm gagging you, you for mercy. mercy. Yeah, yeah. She actually won a Grammy for that. Won a Grammy? Mm. Nice. It's a very popular song. Oh, that song was a hit back then. Yes. And I remember it was different to what mm. was usually played at that yes. time. And it was it really stood out. So it was such a good song. Yes. I liked it. Yes, I remember that too. And what we also like to do on this podcast is talk about who you share a birthday with. Now, if your birthday is on the 17th of Feb, well, guess what? Mm-hmm. You share a birthday with Ed Sheeran. Yes, you do. Who is turning 31? 31? Yeah. Seems, well, has turned 31, I should say. Seems old for what I'm thinking, but then at the same time, because I'm 27, I'm like, that seems young. Like, he's younger than I expected, but then older than I expected at the no, same time. No, he seems way younger than what I expected, because I feel like he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he has, actually. Keep in mind, like, he was huge while I was in high school. And high school for me, it was like... Oh, my God, that was high school. Why do I keep thinking it was when it was out of high school? No. High he school had for us hit was like eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. Hit after hit. Yeah, it really has. Amazing. Yeah. Very talented man. Very talented. I don't really listen to his music months much, but he's got some He's got some great songs. Oh, he does. And, like, even though I'm, it's not the songs I would mm. regularly listen to... Yes, you still manage to listen to all of them because they're always on the radio. They're always yes. in the circles. So, yeah. Very really talented good. man. You also share a birthday with Paris Hilton, who had that one jam. Stars are blind if I show you true love. Oh, that's a good <laughs> song, man. Yes. I like it. Yes. I don't think I liked it when it first came out, but no. as the years have gone on, I'm like, damn. This it's very kid. catchy. It's so catchy. It's very catchy. Yes. And Billy Joe Armstrong, who is a singer of Green Day. Oh, I love Yes. If you want to be an American idiot. <laughs> That's not how he sings at all. That is not how he sings at all. But that was, that was amazing. <laughs> you look like Mick Jagger as you were saying yes, that. Yes, I was doing the, the lip movement. Yeah. But I I love Green Day. Yes. What a cute man. I actually really like Billy Joe Armstrong. I think he's 50. Yeah, 50. 50, that blows my mind. Yeah, I don't know what he looks like now. I feel like he looked the same, just with a bit of eye wrinkles. I imagine him with eye wrinkles. He said he they were huge when we were in primary school. Yeah. Oh, Green Day. So it makes sense that he's fifty then. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. He would have been about like our age back then, so that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. Talented, talented people. Alright guys, before we go on a break now, we just want to remind you to please give us a follow on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast. Yes indeed. And also leave us a review if you feel like it. Five stars or up, please. Just kidding. <laughs> or up. <laughs> or up. <laughs> we're just kidding, guys. Please. Yes. Okay, we're going to take that break now. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we have some interesting stuff to talk about this episode, don't we? Yeah, we do. We're talking about our fears and phobias this week. Yeah. It's a long know, list. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> list. We've got a lot of them. Yeah. Um, between the two of us, especially. Yeah. Uh, what is a phobia or fear you have? Um... <sighs> I don't like to admit this, Elle. Oh. Because I don't understand why. Okay? And it's such a normal part of our lives. Uh, anyway. Oh. 
I'm going to say my biggest phobia for some reason. I don't actually know why is thunder. I feel like that's common though. I is it? Like, I feel like there's still people out there that are afraid of thunder. Yeah, but I'm, I cry if it's too much. I have seen you, yes. I, I hate the feeling because it makes me very uncomfortable. Mm. And there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. And when there's thunder, there's thunder. It's not, okay, so let me explain this phobia a bit. It is not exactly thunder or the lightning. It is not exactly that. It's a fear of sudden, very loud noises. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it's not just thunder. If you are speaking to me, Mm -hmm. and we're having a normal conversation, and you all of a sudden speak in a higher volume, yeah, I will shit myself. I can't shit myself just then a little bit, but it was... It was unexpected. I get it's the unexpected and the like the suddenness that's yes, really, really. I am not good with surprises. Yeah, suddenness and things that I didn't expect to be there to be there, or anything to be loud that you were not expecting. You know? Yes, that makes sense. It's it's bad. Has it always like the thunder thing? Has that so? Been... It's funny, right? Yeah, because when I was a kid, I was very scared. I have a, a very vivid memory of being at my grandparents' house and crying with, with my grandfather. Yeah. And just saying, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared. I have a very vivid memory of that. Yeah. But then I felt like for a few years it died down. Mm. And I'm like, okay, all right. And when it, whenever it was thunder, I was all right with it. Then we had this this particular year that we had, I think it was 2010. Oh, so you were quite like much like, yes. in your teens. Yeah. Yes. There, we had this particularly bad thunderstorm. Yeah. And one of the loudest thunder strikes I'd ever heard in my life. And it re it yeah, relighted yeah. that fear in me. And ever since then I've been terrified. Wow, that's a long time. That's twelve yes. years since then. Yes. So I've been scared of thunder pretty much my whole life. There was a period of a few years where I wasn't, where I was okay with it. Yeah. Didn't love it, obviously. Yeah. I was okay with it. But yes, within the last twelve years I have been absolutely terrified. Hey everyone, what is holding you back from achieving your fitness and nutrition goals? Is it time, stress, confidence, lack of motivation, or maybe you're just sick of dieting? Do you feel defeated and discouraged because you're not where you want to be with your nutrition and fitness? If you're done being frustrated and discouraged with your lack of success, check out the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about how to change your fitness and nutrition using the principles of mindset, motion, and momentum. We take a deep dive into what makes you tick and how to overcome all of your obstacles, physical and mental. Our goal is to change your health from a chore to a lifestyle. That is so scary. I know that because sometimes you don't know why you're having the fear. Like, yes, like you obviously you can logically work out like, okay, I'm afraid of loud noises. I'm afraid that it's like a sudden or surprise yes. sound. But like, you can't really change the feeling you're having in that moment. And I've seen yes. you in those situations. It's like, you, it's not even that you can prepare yourself because you don't know what which point it's going to hit. Yes. And that's the worst part. Yes. Yeah, the anticipation of it as well, because you just don't know if it's going to stop or if it's going to start again. Mm. Very scary thing. I'm sorry that that's something that you're still coping with now. Yeah. I don't know if it will ever go away. Yeah. But I just, I've got to move somewhere that has no thunderstorms. Impossible. Actually, yeah. probably. There's probably somewhere. I'm sure there's somewhere. Yeah. When George and I went to America, mm-hmm. and we went to Florida to go to Disney World, all I learned from there 
is that I could not live in Florida. A lot of thunderstorms? Not just a lot of thunderstorms, though. They were the wildest thunderstorms I had ever witnessed in my life. And it was to the point where we got a emergency alert on our phones. Our phones made a noise that I had no idea it could even make. Oh, wow. And it was telling us on our home screen potential uh, hurricane or something. Oh, that is terrifying. I was hiding in the bathtub. I don't know. I was so scared in my hotel room. Yeah. I was terrified. Nearly every day at Disney World, it would start thundering and we had to leave the theme park early because I was too scared to be out there. It's really sad. Yeah, it is sad. But hurricane is terrifying. Yes. Yes, Elle. I'm scared of wild weather. Yeah. I don't like wild weather. Wild weather is terrifying. Yes. I mother nature. Aye. Aye. She's usually good to me. Sometimes she isn't. Yeah. What about you, Al? For me, I have this phobia, and I wasn't even going to mention it because even talking about it brings it into my mind, and I mm. get a bit. Ugh. I don't even know how to explain it, and I'm sure that there's a there's like an actual word for it, but mm. it's like when there's lots and lots of dots in uh, like in. <laughs> okay, I was not expecting that. Like when there's too many dots all together at once, like a sponge, how they have too many dots. Oh. Like, like the the sponge that SpongeBob is. Yes. Like that or like if I, – I remember I had this dream. It would have been in maybe late primary school I had this dream where my whole body was covered with in all of these dots. Like there was not even a centimeter apart from all these dots. Right. And they were all red and then they were all just like bleeding out. And oh. since then, I have been terrified. If I see, like, a collective group of dots on anything, it freaks me out. So what about a polka dot outfit? Polka dot outfit's slightly different because they're bigger. Right. I'm thinking, like, little, just little holes kind of. Right. Freaks me out. Freaks me out. Actually, I, I feel sick thinking about it. Can I just say, I never knew this about you. Yeah, because I don't like thinking. I literally was sitting on your couch before and I was like, oh, should I mention it? I don't know if I should mention it. Wow. Well, like, I, it freaks me out. Like a lot. Interesting. Makes me feel sick. Like it feels like my insides want to come out of my mouth and wow. throw up. Yeah. That is very interesting. I have a human mind. Mm, the human mind. So many tunnels to go down. I think it's from that dream that it's really, it ignited it. Yes. And most of my fears have always come from dreams. I think I remember telling That's you about my fear of polar bears. It came from yes. a dream of me being in an enclosure with polar bears and them attacking ah, me. Ah, yes, yes. But I did a phobia bus on it. So as a life coach, we learn how to like do phobia bus on people. So I went and saw a life coach as well and got that phobia bus. And I've actually, in the last like two months or three months since I've done that, mm-hmm. the fear towards polar bears and bears in general mm-hmm. has really like subsided. Like it's kind of passed. And it was bad. Like, I couldn't even look at a picture or think about polar bears. Yeah, that's very lucky because my son James has a couple books with polar bears on the cover. Yeah, I know. And you've been able to actually read those books That's him. why that was the first one I worked on because I was like, you know what, let me – the polar bear thing, although it seems so irrational and like, when am I going to see a polar bear? You'd be surprised how many bloody pictures of polar bears there are or bears in general. Like, on the Google Chrome, yeah. it goes through those pictures of, like, flowers and, like, scenery yes. and stuff. But there's this one brown bear that it pops up, up, like it's right in the front of the Google yeah. Chrome, the screensaver page. And every time it used to pop up, I would like run to the other room in fear. Wow. But that, I feel completely chill with bears now, which is nice. And my next thing will be the hole 
like whatever this tiny holes or dots for ah, you is. Ah, I'd be interesting to see I'm, how you're going to overcome that. Yeah, me too. I'm intrigued to see it because it definitely, although it doesn't pop up too often, it freaks me out. Like people that love pimple popping videos and like oh, I don't like those and blackhead stuff that freaks me out. I can't. I feel nauseous. It reminds me. Yeah, it makes. That's what I mean. Like I just feel like. Ew. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it, that's very interesting. Al. Creeps me, gives me the heebie Gives you the heebie jeebies. Heebie jeebies. I know, same. Such a heebie jeebies. Heebie jeebies. Well, I guess everything on our list gives us heebie jeebies. It really does. Mm. I'll name another one. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This one's probably the most generic, most common. Yeah. You'll find that a lot of people in the world have this common fear. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's a spiders. Oh, yes. It was on my I list. I think too. they're disgusting. Cockroaches, spiders, any kind of bug. Yeah, any bug, but spiders in particular. If I see a spider on the wall, that's it for me. I'm done. Mm. I can't even tell you how many times I've found a huntsman. And we live in Australia. Yeah. Okay. Australia has, like, around the world, everyone has that common knowledge that Australia has a lot of spiders. Yeah. Or just scary insects, snakes, anything like that, right? We get a lot of huntsmen, as you know, Al. Yeah. And whenever I find one in the house, that's it. Um, I, I cannot handle it. The amount of times I've called my dad, come home from the city to get rid of the huntsman. I can't even tell you how many times it's happened. It's really sad. And this is all when I was living with my dad. Now I call my husband. Even so, it, spiders are a creepy thing. I've been in a car with a spider before. That, I told you, is the most terrifying situation. Can I, can I just say, because you've told me this story before, Every time I get in the car now, I look around. Yeah, it's bad. So I have obsessive compulsive disorder. And the very first compulsion I remember doing Mm -hmm. was checking my rooms for spiders. Mm. So I would, but it's not like like a usual check your room. Not not just like looking around. Yeah, not like looking like this thing would take me like 10, 15 minutes to complete my check every single night. And it started because I found a white a white tail like in the corner of my like right next to my head at the time i didn't realize that it was potentially a ocd compulsion i just thought that this was my spider routine but Ah. looking back i'm like okay that must have been all part of like the disorder that i didn't realize but yeah sometimes i think back to it i'm like oh gosh like i the fear i had towards spiders even now still up until when i was still living with my mum, i would go months i think i told you the other day i'll it would be sometimes like five months of me sleeping on the couch because mm-hmm. I had seen a small spider in my room. And even if we had cleaned it, even if we had completely taken everything out of my room and put everything back in, I still felt like there was going to be a spider in my room. So I would sleep on the couch for like yep. five, six months. Mm-hmm. And then eventually build the courage to go back in my room, sleep in my bed again. I'm feeling like this episode is a lot of me doing things that no one else does. <laughs> And taking things to like complete extremes, yeah. but that's just the reality for me. I would, yeah. it felt so, so real that even this tiny, tiny spider would be in my bed or like would be somewhere on the wall and I wouldn't be able to see it and it wasn't worth the risk of me going back in there. Yeah. Any other phobia, like any deep, deep, like random uh, fears you have? Um, I'm scared of the dark. Yeah, so am I. I still sleep with yeah. the light on and the door open. <laughs> see, I, I can sleep in the dark, but it is in the back of my mind. Mm. It used to be a lot worse when I was younger. As I've gotten older, I go through phases. Yeah, I go through phases too now where I'm like, okay, I can do it with the light. I can, I can sleep with the light off. But then yes. I remember up until like mid-20s, if a friend slept over at my house, I'd be like, come on, keep the light on. And they'd be like, <laughs> like I need to sleep. I'm like, I'm sorry, friends. Like, <laughs> I can't sleep unless the light is on. <laughs> 
You're so embarrassing. Well, I don't blame you. For the longest time, I slept with the TV on for that reason. See, I can't do that. I, I feel like I get panicky that the TV's on and I don't know why. It's like I can't hear if someone tries to break into my house if the ah, TV's on. interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm scared of paranormal things oh. as well. Yeah. Can idea. I just say that when I was younger, my mum was very into horror movies, especially ones that not like, you know, like, not like slasher horrors, not like that. Yeah. More paranormal, demonic type movies. And she would always want me to be with her when she was watching those movies. And I was very young and I got very scared and it ruined me for the rest of my life. Not to be dramatic. I am being dramatic, but I've been very scared of everything ever since. And now I can't watch horror movies. Yet I read horror books. Very interesting. That's what I was about to sound like. Interesting. You're Stephen King. But like, Mm. see, I can't watch anything remotely scary. Like I can't watch Alice in Wonderland. It scares me. No, I, there's, there's a jump scare in there, isn't there? I don't know. I haven't watched the full thing. I can't even... The ah. whole idea of it freaks me out. I watched... Yes. In high school, we had to watch, like, the real-life version of it, and I got through about 10 minutes before I asked the teacher to, like, leave. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Go to the sick bay? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, sick bay session. Yeah, there's certain movies I just can't get through. Matilda, one of them as well, because... That That's is, creepy. It's That's when creepy, they force you to eat but... the cake. I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> Ah, I can't deal with it. I thought you were going to say the chokey. Oh, I don't even remember. the chokey? Anything. Oh, the whole thing is creepy, but the cake part, I hate suffocation. Anything to Ah. suffocation or like, I don't know, just not being able to breathe properly freaks me out. And I don't, have not watched any horror movies. I think my friends and I tried to watch The Eye when I was like in year eight or nine. Oh, yeah. I didn't remember Alba horror movie. Oh, yeah. And it's apparently not even scary, as they would say to me. Yeah. But it was terrifying, and I've, I've banned all horror movies since that yes. day. Um, but I think I had a similar experience where I watched a lot of, like, CSI or Cold Case and shows like that when I was in primary school, I feel. Yeah. And I was more brave as a, as a child. Oh, I agree. I was more brave stuff. as a child. Yeah, to watch that stuff. And as the years went on, I'm like, I, if my sister's watching Law & Order when I get home... I literally have to stand at the front door and be like, turn it off from now. Like, turn it off now. <laughs> I cannot have... If I hear the dun-dun sounds, it yeah. freaks me out. I literally panic. And I think it's crazy because when you're a kid and you're getting all that information flood through through TV and movies and stuff like that, it seems so innocent. And even as a parent, it might seem really innocent, like, in yeah. the background. But, boy, does it play with your mind later on in life. Yes. Well, at least for me, it does. Yeah, it's, it's funny that because... I actually experienced something like that as well with Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. So at the start, have you seen Lord of the Rings? Only the Hobbits that I slept in. Okay. So at the start of Return of the King, which is the third installment of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, it shows how, you know Gollum? Yeah, I know what they look like. Yeah. Okay, so Gollum, right? Yeah. Before he became Gollum, he was like a Hobbit. I don't oh, think yeah. he was a Hobbit, but he was like a Hobbit named Schmeagol. Mm-hmm. He was with someone fishing when Deagle was the name of the person that found the ring. Yeah. When that person found the ring, uh, Smeagol killed him yeah. to get the ring for himself. Yeah. That, I've watched that scene so many times in my life. There was at one point when I was a teenager that it hit differently. Yeah. And it scared the absolute fucking shit out of me. Oy. I don't mean to swear, but it really scared me. 
Yeah. Because I'm like, could any, could that happen to anyone? Yeah. Could that happen to me? Want to kill someone for a ring? I don't know. It's scary, it was, right? It's scary. It really, sometimes it just takes a second watch of something to be like, oh my God, and think of it in a whole different yes. way. Also, yes. Also, side note, when you said Schmeagel, all I thought in my head the whole time you were saying that story was Schnee- Schneebly from <laughs> Schneebly. Yeah, Schneebly from School I, It's of actually Schmeagel, not Schmeagel. Yeah. Oh, I don't know Schmeagel. why I said Schmeagel. <laughs> but, but yeah. Schneebly. Schneebly, but... It is scary because, like, I think even for me, it was crazy because I tried to rewatch Charmed the other day. Mm. Oh, not the other day, like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do it. And I realized that I remember I used to watch Charmed so often when I was in yep. primary school. And I loved that, that show. And then I remember watching one episode and from that one episode freaking out and panicking all the time about everything. Really? And I don't remember what happened. I just remember it was like it was deep in my subconscious. And when I put Charmed on and I started watching the first few episodes, it's like the fear I had as a kid back then popped straight back into me and I'm like, oh my God, like, what did I watch in this show that really got to me? It freaked me out. And I, I don't know, anything to do with like paranormal activity, witches or anything like that, yeah. it really, really, it, it plays on my mind for a bit too long. Mm. And so I can't deal. I can't deal. I totally get you. I'm also claustrophobic. Me too. Wow, Elle. We have problems. <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot of people have them though <laughs> we're just going on and on about our fears claustrophobic falls into my suffocation thingy yes yes i don't like the idea of suffocation as well i don't know anyone who does like it but i don't like it i remember once at, i think you might have been there when we were really really little we're mm-hmm. at our cousin's house and we're playing dead fish Yep. That game scares me because I would, for some reason, always play dead fish into a pillow and think that I was dying <laughs> and feeling and like it's I was like, genuinely Do you lose the game or just not be able to breathe anymore? It's like two. Yeah, and I'm a very competitive gal. Like, I was just like, I can't deal with it. But yeah, and yeah, that, that freaked me out. I can't, I can't deal with anything That's to do with like not being able to breathe. It really scares me. Yes, I don't like tight spaces. It's definitely the breathing issue. Yeah. So even if I'm in bed and I'm hugging my husband, if I don't have a clear airway, it can't happen. Yeah. You know, I can't like dig my face into his chest and fall asleep. Like how would they do in the movies? I can't do that. Mm. I've got to have like clear airway, need proper breath of air. It can't be under the doona where it's very warm. Yeah. I need proper air. Yeah. Okay, this is going to sound really, really weird, right? Yeah, we've already started going. <laughs> so I have a fear of the reject shop <laughs> for a similar reason. What? The reject shop? The reject shop. Because of the similar reason. The reject shop, Golo, all of those kind of shops are like $2. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like $2 shops. They're a bit more news agency. Mm-hmm. But like I have classified different types of shops in my head as different things, right? Yes. But the Regic shop is one of those shops where I feel like the air inside of that shop is contaminated and I can't drink anything in that shop. I barely can breathe. Like I hold my breath when I walk in there because I feel like the air is not, it's suffocate worthy. I don't know. I, it's, explain- it's, it's Has something triggered that? No, I've just never liked it from the first time I've walked in there. Uh-huh. It's something in the smell. It must be like whatever. There's a smell. I don't know if yes. people can smell this smell. No, I understand. There's some smells that give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, some smells yeah. give me the heebie-jeebies. And that is one of those smells. Mm. Back when Golo used to be a shop, mm. it had that same vibe. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why. Also, Ishka gave me that same vibe. Because my mum used Ishka. to always force mm. me to go into Ishka. And that, that smell of like so many different like... Um, fragrances. Yeah, fragrances. Stuff. was. It was like... 
taking up too much of the air and it felt like I couldn't breathe. Yes, 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 But yes. I do like those shops. I like what they sell and stuff. I just, it, it gave me the heat. You just can't back walk then. inside yeah. them. Yeah. I get you. But yeah, and Reject Shop, I used to be so upset because like Reese's Cups would be really cheap there. Yeah. And you could buy bulk in them in bulk, but then... Every time my friend offered me a Reese's cup, I asked them if it was from Reject Shop, and they say yes. I'd be like, I can't have it. I'm sorry. Really? Even if it's outside yes. of the Reject Shop, I it was really bad. I've gotten better. Like now, the last like probably three mm. years, I've been able three years. Like by the time I hit 25, it finally <laughs> settled down yeah. a bit. But like, it was really bad. That's I don't know. Very yeah. if, some, if there was something that was only sold at Reject Shop, I'd be like, well, sorry, we can't have it. I'm sorry, mum. <laughs> like, wow, L. I don't know if I can top that. It's a weird, yeah. Uh, that's, I'm, I'm kind of regretting even one. mentioning it because I feel like I'm the only person with this problem. <laughs> no, I think people can relate to you in a sense where not specifically the reject shop, but maybe a certain smell of some place can bother them. Yeah. Maybe it triggers a memory. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't you know? trigger any memory. It's just the suffocation. It feels like suffocation in there. It's mm. an odd feeling. It could be as similar as to why people are scared of airplanes. Some people yeah. just don't like the smell or something like that. There you is a smell in airplanes. The smell of the food. There's a certain yeah, smell. But, there is a but I'm okay with it. Yeah, I love airplanes. But I definitely, for the first few times I went on an airplane, I was afraid. It wasn't until I was on an airplane on my own that I actually started to appreciate airplanes. That's funny. You think it'd be the opposite. Yeah, I know. I, know. I think it's because another fear. Mm. I always think, like, have a deep fear of, like, losing other people mm. not so afraid of like myself interesting so i think that's why that situation was a lot easier for me because i'm like oh if the plane crashes it's just me falling down it's not every other person i love <laughs> falling ah. down so i never thought of it that way hmm. so it made it a lot easier to travel on my own and to do those things because i wasn't in my head panicking for other people the whole ah, time interesting yeah so guys we actually had a whole bunch of other stuff planned for this episode yes we did um this whole thing about fear like for example fear of rejection fear of change fear of failure fear of of failure like that now i'm very afraid of what i'm gonna say in case i'm gonna stuff up again yeah yes we had a whole bunch of stuff planned but we just went on and on about our phobias that we think we might leave it for next week yeah we are going to Yes, we are. Yeah, I think we will save that for next week. So stay tuned for next week's episode. I didn't realize, I I knew we had a lot of little fears, but like we had a lot of little fears. Yes, yes, we did. If we can leave with you with anything today, it is like don't ever feel alone in whatever fear you're going through. Trust me, if you're feeling it, based on what I've said today, I'm probably feeling it too. Yeah, let's be honest, guys. If you're scared of something, we're probably scared of the exact same thing. Exactly. We're just two scared little girls. We are. We are, but still thriving. Thriving. But very scared. But yeah. thriving. And you'll hear more about that next week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and for letting us talk about our fears today the way we have our phobias. We didn't realize how much we actually had until we all had to kind of put it out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there we go. Do not forget to follow us on whatever platform you are using. And leave a review if you can, if you feel like it. We have also started this little something called Buy Me a Coffee. Now, what you can do is you can literally just buy us a coffee. You can give us a small donation that goes towards our podcast. It will help us grow. It will help us bring out better content, better equipment, just for us to be higher quality. Yep. I will leave everything in this in the description down below. Yeah, we really appreciate that Mm. if you could, guys. But we appreciate anything that you guys do for us. If you have any weird fear that you 
feel like you're alone in or a, a fear that you relate to us in, please let us know. You can email us. All of that, all of those details are down below. You can also work with me on a coaching basis mm-hmm. at EMT Coaching on Instagram. And last week's episode, we actually had a lovely special guest jump on. Yes. Her name is Darcy and... Oh, it was such a great episode where we just... Oh, it really was. Yeah, I really loved it. It was just an episode where we got to know her a little bit better, understand what anxieties she went through, and just mm. overall talking about how much we love to have a little cry. Oh, yeah, we do. Yes, Especially we do. me. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. I also have a, another podcast, and it's called Three Tickets To. It's about movies. So if you're interested in listening to me talk about movies, I'll leave everything in the description down below. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye.